Hello, Internet. You are now experiencing technical difficulties. We're a role-playing game, actual play podcast. You can listen to us play through one-shots, campaigns of various games, including Delta Green, Eclipse Phase, Worldwide Wrestling, Red Markets, and more. With four-plus years of archives, there's something for everyone. Tune in with whatever podcast app you use by searching for Technical Difficulties Gaming Podcast. Or visit us online at www.technicaldifficultiespod.com. Like what you hear? Join us on Patreon for sneak peeks and seats in quarterly games. Thanks for listening, and sorry for the technical difficulties. Hello, Internet. You are now experiencing technical difficulties. This is Greg, and I'm joined by Adam, Dan, and Laura for some flying circus. Woo! We're going to crash the planes, aren't we? <laughs> you might. Hopefully not. Not intentionally, anyway. <laughs> uh, flying Circus is a science fantasy game of World War One-ish pilots and their amazing flying machines. Uh, I interviewed the creator, Erica Chappelle, <laughs> ago, and uh, finally getting to run a game. So uh, we are setting down as the crew of Freelance is about to start their next assignment. So as a trio of folk run into a tavern, why don't we get introduced to them starting in Discord order? Hey, everybody, this is Adam. I'm going to be playing Aaron Morgenthau, who is a fisher, so sort of a deep one looking dude. Uh, and he's into flying because he's a religious zealot who wants to die flying. Um, Why do the sea people want to die in the air? Don't Moving ask on. questions. Uh, and the thing about his. Uh, assets, baggage, uh, and vices that I want everyone to know is that he wears a necklace of sharp teeth from his relatives. From his relatives? Made by his relatives? That's made your up. answer. Made, made, made of? From? They're shark people. They're, they, they grow lots of teeth. They do. I'll try to keep the teeth puns to a minimum. Thank you. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. Dan? Um, so I'm not even sure where what the qualities you're reading from. Um, I, a survivor, Urzatz. It's like a real guy, but under a mask that you know nothing about. Uh, the assets baggage and all that is on the right side of that page. Okay. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. So I start with a, a loyal dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, improv- do the dogs have gas masks? What do you think? I'm guessing maybe. Yes. Or maybe you got one here on Himmelgard. That's your choice. Mm. Uh, improvised homemade armor and a flare gun for signaling. Baggage. I must find the exits of every room. A long routine of checking the gas seals. A compulsion to hoard food. Mm-hmm. Anything else I should be... Um... Adam didn't mention his vices, but do note your vices, but ah, they probably uh, will not come in. Fidgeting and watching films. Yes. Mm. Vices my- usually come into play at the end of the game uh, when you're doing stress relief, but mm-hmm. uh, it's good to know. For those that are wondering, my vices are he speedballs in the morning and then beats himself at night. I'm not joking. <laughs> those are choices. Opiates and flagellation. 
Oh, uh huh. He speed balls in the morning. And beats himself. And beats himself at night. Wow. I, I offered to let you choose. You told me to build. That's what I did. I think it's great. <laughs> and finally, we have Laura. Hello, Arnett. This is Laura. I will be playing Katarina uh, Kurtens, a 17, 18-year-old um, from Hintertufigen. <laughs> I, I sure. really apologize to anybody who actually knows how to pronounce that. We are all going to apologize for any German we roughly attempt tonight. <laughs> I apologize for nothing. This is not a German place. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm a shark person. <laughs> and you think those aren't German because why? I'm sorry, you think those are not Deutsche because why? Hush. Hush. I mean, depends on which part of the globe they're from. Out they, of the trunk. They could be Maori. Out of the trunk. Very yeah. good. Um, so Katarina um, walks in in uh, simple baggy clothes with a uh, four-year-old on her hip uh, uh blade that glows a little bit uh, below that uh, pendant um, an amber pendant around her necklace and a uh, raven on her other shoulder it's nice. a lot of wildlife what? it's a lot of wildlife yeah four year old human? witch <laughs> my plane is made out of living wood oh cool mine's uh, sentient you're are you saying uh, mine isn't? <laughs> Tough but fair. Uh, well, I have one. <laughs> it's from where, old where, are, where are you all looking for qualities of the plane? Uh, I was informed it was living. Oh, there, I, mine is used. So is mine. <laughs> no, I mean, that's its only quality that I can tell. So, uh, Oh, it's an ersatz S. I guess I, well, he likes that word. There we are. Look, y'all, we're learning this game as we're playing it, just like the planes that we're flying. We're building them in the air as we're flying them. Anyway, my uh, assets are the blade, the pendant, and the kid. My yes. baggage is a pre-war portable radio that I keep hidden. The raven and a broom, which is not yet magical. I feel like there's a key word in there. There is. It's an important magical. word. It is a witch playbook, and um, for those who are not familiar with Flying Circus, the intent is a Miyazaki-style uh, war fantasy. So, no, mm -hmm. you, you could you could toss some magic in that broom at some point. So, my vices are stunt flying and researching. Mm -hmm. I am new to all of this, and everything is self-taught. Shit. But you've made it this far. Mm. Oh yeah, I, I learned to fly to to escape. Uh -huh. All right. All right. So if I may. Please. When Ersatz and Katharina come into the tavern, uh Aaron is already there. He has a seawater ale. And is got a book on the table, and all of his tattoos are gently glowing as he just reads from the book. He's the only one at the table, mm -hmm. 
and the whole bunch of yahoos around him keep giving him weird, like, uh, sort of looks. As I come over to the table, I run a thumb along one of the glowing tattoos as I sit down. You know, that puts the raven on your side. I pets the raven. Good boy. I think he starts nibbling your ear. I sit down vaguely with an earshot. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you are all part of Freelance, a flying circus that was formed by a baron who hired all of you. Uh, but that baron had to go back to his estate to F off on something or other. So he left the three of you to find your first job. He said something about subcontracting from another circus called Krakenjager. Okay. And that you were supposed to meet their representative here in this tavern. I'm worried about anything that is named D-Monster Monster. Kraken oh, yes. Jager. Lie. But anyway. No, Kraken Jager is the Kraken Hunter. I thought Jager was... Jager the... is Hunter. Oh, mm-hmm. whoops. <laughs> so we're basically somewhere between Girl Genius and Howl's Movie Castle, but worse because lots more poison gas. You've got it. Okay. I did read a book once. It had a lot of pictures, though. Uh, Great. Sea Monster uh, Hunter. That's not much better. Anyway, we should find our contact. I I mean, only one of us is a sea monster. By the way, that's mumbled under a gas mask. I don't know whether you understood it. (laughs) Nah. I'm going to say that he just assumes that people think he's a sea monster. And I'm going to point my flinching knife at the dude over at the far corner in the very nice flying jacket and go, that's our contact. He won't talk to me. I look at the fisher folk. I looked at our um, gentleman who hides behind the um, uh Gas, gas mask. mask. Hand the kid to the sea monster. He's not a sea monster. He's a shark person. Thank you very much. Don't eat the kid. Also, they them. Sorry. I hand the kid to my compatriot. Shark person. Yes. And go talk to, and head off to talk to our contact. Okay. Or Carnegie. Um, the tougher-looking person that Aaron pointed out uh, looks at you and says, Oh, no, I'm not from Krakenjager. It's that guy. Um, at the opposite end of the bar, there is a gentleman who looks maybe only a few years older than you, uh, cradling a five-year-old on his hip that looks <laughs> kind of sickly. Um, the five-year-old or the flyer pilot? Uh, the five-year-old. Okay. There's two glasses in front of them. One looks like a very weak beer. The other appears to be ginger ale. I assume the ginger ale is the one in front of the five-year-old. 
Don't yes. make, you know, everyone needs a drink at the end of the day, okay? <laughs> and small beer is an effective way of not dying from dysentery. That's kind of a myth. But anyway. <coughs> Excuse me. Radio. Getting the water from the wrong spot is a good way not to die of dysentery. Correct. I head over. Maybe thinking I shouldn't have dropped the kid off, but anyway. Uh, the man looks at you and is like, Oh, are you part of Freelance? I? You oh, part of uh, Krakenjäger? Yes, uh, Gunther, Gunther Heyman. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, this is Werner. I'm sorry. Uh, husband's sick. He's sick. Uh, I take off the pendant and dangle it to distract the kid while I talk with Gunther. Uh, the child looks uh, amused, although you can tell from his face that's frowny, that uh, he is not doing great. Uh, look, we're subcontracting some jobs for a bit. Um, this job, I just need y'all to take a mail sack to a castle in the woods. Okay. Tell me about the, the route. Anything I need to know about the mail sack? Uh, route is fairly long. It's deep. The castle is deep in the woods. It is about three clicks away. Um, mail is just normal uh, traveling mail uh, between people that are contacting this castle. All right. Um, I'm not there. I have questions, but I, I'm not there. Yes, but you, we would have talked beforehand. You can, you, can, you know... You also saw clicks. the table that they went to, so you can crawl up. Clicks is usually kilometers. Yeah, but three kilometers, why am I not just walking? Yeah, no. This is I, 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 meant, I meant clicks because I said the wrong word. I apologize. It's going to end up being a three clock, a three tick clock. Uh, okay. okay. Cool. But yes, you are correct. Three clicks would be 3km. Of course, that is way too close. <laughs> I apologize for the mis- <laughs> misspoke. Um, could I roll a wild to use my um, woods wise to just offhand know what's going on with the kid? Sure thing. All right. Do talk- it. Yes. Talk me through these rolls. Okay. You are rolling 2d10. You are rolling plus your stat. Um, 16 up is a normal success. 11 to 15 is a partial success. 10 and 0 is fail. Okay. So you have a, a decent chance of joint. Mm-hmm. 2d10 plus 2. That's what I have. 14. 14. That is a partial. So let me check your move. Uh, on 11.15, answer one. What benefits it could provide? What grave dangers of presence? What will pacify it if needed? I'm expositing about flora that could aid in the child's recovery. So what benefits it could provide? Um, Fever reducer? Yes. Um, if you... 
grab some of your herbs from your satchel, you can um, create a poultice that would uh, lower fever, reduce congestion. Uh, yeah, I, I just pull that out of my pockets and hand it over to Gunther. Oh, what? What's this? Fever reducer, congestion, uh, relief. Relief. Oh, oh, you're too kind. Thank you. Uh, Child he, sick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he will pour it into the ginger ale and convince the child to drink, uh, which he does whining a bit, but takes it. Okay. All right. Um, regular mail. Uh, any known um, pirates or other silliness along the route? No, we took care of them last time. Um, oh. So as far as I know, you shouldn't have any is- major issues other than weather or something. Um, the, the, uh, coordinate- go ahead. The coordinates I'm giving you are... Uh, imprecise location you'll be met by some people from the castle they will fly you the rest of the way um he will take something out of a satchel and passes it to you um it is a stencil and some paint uh if you paint this roundel next to your roundels on your planes the uh castle will recognize it and will not uh shoot you down on site uh the vast castle mm-hmm Yes. <laughs> At this point, uh, Aaron has walked up besides Katharina. Kind of waves webbedly at the child. I assume you brought our kid? Yeah. Okay, just checking here. The, the three-year-old is on my shoulders. Oh, are you also a uh, freelance? Yeah. I fly the cargo. Oh, nice. They fly the shooters. My ship's also cargo. I know how it goes. Um, do you all have any other questions? What are you paying us for this? Well, uh, base pay, two-way trip. Um, I'll give you a token of thanks for um, helping Werner here. So let's say I'm rolling 2D uh, out of character. I'm rolling 2D10 plus two. Uh, 13th dollar. For record, your upkeep, which I posted in that um, freelance page, your upkeep is essentially two per, which is... uh, well, if you my, well, my upkeep is zero. Yes. Your personal upkeep, your plane's ah, upkeep is two. Got it. Yes. So that is the amount he is offering. You can counter that by negotiating by rolling 2d10 plus daring and making your argument for why you deserve more. Uh, page 8 in the play reference. Mm. On an 11 up, your squad's CV is added to the pay. You have four people in your squad, including David's character, who is not with us tonight. So you'd be adding four to your total. You can then roll again to either push a pay up or get an additional boon. But once you fail a roll, uh, you will settle for the initial price and I will give you a penalty. Mm. 
I mean, I have a four plus on daring, but <clears throat> so okay. Where is the the company freelance thing? Uh, I can. Where Thought you already sent that. I did. Um, that's in general discussion. In ah, okay. Okay, so we roll plus wealth. We already had that. Yes. Negotiate two d ten plus daring. Uh, we don't want me doing that. No. What is our CV? Your CV is four. Because um, it's CV the number of humans. Is number of humans in your company. Um, the deeper you get into uh, campaign play, you can have more people more NPCs in your squad. You can add, like, workers, doctors, uh, mechanics, stuff like that. Okay. So it'll cost you more money, but you'll also gain more money because your company is of a higher value. Okay. So this is very, uh... I guess there's no zombies, but there are sky pirates. Yes. We haven't seen any zombies yet. Don't get so hopeful. Okay. Um, so what what does the company think? Should I be negotiating for more pay? What's your um, four? You have a four in daring? Yes. I'm a witch. Hell I'm yeah, a, you should be negotiating. I'm a 17-year-old witch looking after a three-year-old. Roll your freaking daring. <laughs> uh, so make your argument, then yeah, if you want to. Uh Say why you think you should get more on the gig and then make your roll. Um, the impreciseness of the castle's location is going to cost us in fuel. And just because you shoot down one bunch of sky pirates does not mean you've gotten them all. Um. Okay. So I think he is underplaying the um, possible uh, danger mm-hmm. and uh, the <clears throat> words costs. All right. See, up two d ten plus daring. On 11 up, your squad CV is added to the pay, and you may choose to roll again to push the pay up at a minus one penalty. You can also ask for expenses. It starts with the additional pay, and then we'll expand to expenses. So. So you're at 13 plus 2 plus uh, f- 13 plus 2 plus 4. So you're currently at 19. I mean, you're not incorrect. It's entirely possible another pirate group could be nearby. But I assure you, we've taken that route. I can promise you it should be that much. Plus, the castle should be able to refuel you. So it's not like you'll have to pay more both ways, but I do appreciate that there is a a potential danger risk. I'm potentially wanting to go a little higher. 
Uh, do you want to press your luck, or do you want to end it there? No, I will. I will take the nineteenth dollar. Okay. He offers a hand. I clasp the hand and give a good hard handshake. Put my necklace back on. Okay. Uh, What's the name of the kid? Uh, Vernon. Not the, fi- not the five-year-old. The, your kid. Your kid. Yes. Give me a moment to pull up the random name generator. Behind the name, ladies and gentlemen, they're definitely not a sponsor of this podcast. <laughs> no, <laughs> Um, actually, you know, I can just say their name is True. Okay. I would have gone with Sidonia, personally. Sure. The kid's name is Sid. There we go. Yeah, I felt better than Albatross. That would be a bad name. (laughs) God. He's a Sid, not a squid. (laughs) I don't know. Is he also a shark person? No, he's not a shark person. And Sid has not yet informed me of their gender. They don't have one. They're three. They don't have one at that age. (laughs) Okay. Now, uh... I'm waiting for you to ask me about the raven. No. Ah. Aaron has a Aaron knows the name of the raven. Oh, really? What's the raven's name? Um, damn it. Aaron knows, but Adam doesn't. <laughs> Adam just forgot, didn't he? Well, I had a good idea. Oh. Golden Flies the Dawn. Nice. Sure. That's a mouthful. Yeah, it goes by Goldie. I thought he Fair. went by Dawn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're both incongruous names for a big black bird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gunter wishes you luck. Uh, Werner is about to say good luck before uh, he looks kind of weird and then pukes on his dad's shirt. Oh, baby. <laughs> I see why we're subcontracting. Yeah. Yes. Oh, he gives go. you that thousand yard stare that all parents know. But uh, the kid is admittedly <laughs> looking better. So better out than in. Oh God. <laughs> no. <laughs> Lord was about to start ta- telling a story that would have been a deep off trail from the game. So. Let's just put it this way. Our kid has very particular aim when it comes to throwing up on a parent. Yeah, it's awesome. me. Every uh, single time. No. I don't well, know what to tell you. I get the kid to the toilet to throw up into uh the toilet. I I think maybe you should pride those emeralds out of that idol. (laughs) Never take the eyes. It's always a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Okay. Um, In campaign play, before you start your next mission, you Uh would reflect on the recent events, um, your last job, um, how things have gone, and then that is when you can spend experience. Uh Ah, That's the introspection move. Indeed. So the way she has this game set up Uh is very similar to Red Markets. Uh Uh, With the added piece, or maybe the subtracted piece, that you have abstracted out 
the sort of bits and bobs of the the economy and replace it with a a strongly specific episodic uh, campaign style. Correct. So even more so than Red Market. Mm-hmm. Part Neat. of what part of what drew me in. Okay, but you have your mission, you have the bag of mail. Um, who's keeping the bag of mail, by the way? Uh, Aaron does. It goes on his plane. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he's, got <clears throat> the, he's got the big old heavy triplane. Yes. Um, also of note, but not of superb importance, um, yours is actually, in fact, a seaplane. Yeah. So, um, but there is a lake nearby, so uh, you're able to take off and sit down. You've also been told that there is a nearby body of water to the castle, so your Koningwerk will be able to land. Cool. Yes, the fish are mostly fly seaplanes because the ponds yeah. keep riding themselves. I mean... Tracks. Um, and Laura, um, Katharina is able to find childcare. Either Gunter can recommend a um, place for the child to stay, or Tavern can be trusted to um, keep the kid. Oh, I don't stick her in the. Um... If you want to, by all means. <laughs> Maybe don't. Yeah. Maybe don't. Um, I will make sure that Bartleby stays to watch the kid. The dog. The dog. He's Got a good it. Dog. Good doggy. Usually he prefers not to, but he likes your kid. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know if um, Goldie is sentient enough to be able to do some of that stuff, but no. For care. Fair enough. Besides, Goldie's coming along. Also, fair enough. <laughs> okay. Always important to fly. With the thing that knows how to fly. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Not unwise. Okay. So it is time to take off. So if you will grab your dashboards for your planes. And then when you take off, I am supposed to yell contact. And y'all are supposed to say switch on. Switch on. Switch on. Switch on. Switch on. on. (laughs) Uh, Mark one RPM on your engines. Make engine noises as appropriate. Uh, Wait, that side is. Oh, that side is there. Airspeed, right? Yes. Uh, Altitude is your left. Airspeed is on the right. right. Altitude recommended cruising altitude is 15. Your. Cruising speed is the max speed of your slowest plane, which is Adams, which is 15. You're not going on a bombing run, so your fuel tracker is at full fuel, no bombs. Cool. Bombs. Don't think I have bombs. Nope. Okay. All right, so 
once again, this flight is going to be a long haul. So when the squadron flies a great distance, mark a clock that is one to four segments. This is going to be three. One of you needs to roll flat. So just roll flat 2d6. I'll yeah. do it for the first one. Okie okay, dokie. Okay, I'm sure we'll live through this. That seems reasonable. It's what I do. And it's just two D, just flat two D ten. And you, you said two D six or two D ten? Two D ten. Oh well, let's see if I could get also, worse for that on two. Adam is going to roll. That's a fourteen. Um, so I am marking two segments on the clock. So you are at two of three. Cool. So because that is. The clock is still full. I make a move or press fuel check. So I am going to make a move. Uh, but why don't you tell me how the flight's going so far? So, Iron is flying his, you know, kind of wacky ass seaplane contraption. It's covered in, um, let's call them hides. Those are definitely hides and not. <laughs> skins uh, and they are just lousy with runes like he, he's carved they have carved all kinds of things into the the leather of the skin of that plane and Aaron is flying with his you know flying circus squad mates uh, his wingtips and it's been breezy Sort of a fair sort of weather. Not the nicest, but nothing too wet. A few drops here and there. And they're flying over the deep forest, which is, what do you think, fallish? Sounds right. Yep. Leaves are starting to turn a variety of colors. So there are big patches of green interspersed with shoots of orange and red and gold and periodically Aaron just sort of gets lost at the horizon line enjoying the feeling of flying okay how are Ursats and Katharina doing? um Katharina is um alternating between keeping the um, stick straight and uh, taking notes on um, <clears throat> Flora that she can spot from the air. <laughs> nice. Search. I do research. You do? Oh, and sketching a map. Good job. What's Airsats up to? Might be muted, in. Oh, actually, I'm not. I was just thinking. It happens once in a while. Um, yeah, he's you know he's flying. He's watching. He's watching. He's looking above. He's looking below. He's always watching. No surprises uh, are the best surprises. Um, so why don't all three of you give me a flat D10 roll so I can see you debug? Oh dear. Two uh, D10 roll. Flat D10. Um, flat D10. <clears throat> Oh, one D ten. Right. Yes, your friend. A mighty three, whatever that means. Nine, one. <laughs> Katharina, you are very focused on your map and your um, 
Notes? Notes. So that means you're paying the least amount of attention when you need to eyeball. So you're scanning around you and um, roll um, plus keen plus visibility. Uh, visibility at the moment is neutral, so you're fine. So just roll plus keen. Not the thing on my uh, on my dashboard labeled visibility. Oh, right. Uh, visibility. Oh yes, because visibility is not visibility due to um, the weather. It's visibility literally due to like the structure of your cockpit. So it's like mm. blind. Your visibility is like blind spots on a car. So yes, it, it would actually include vis- your visibility. Where is that on the? On That's the good because plane? my keen it, is negative two. Uh, Dan, oh, it is it. right beneath the altitude. Yep, uh, got it. Nameplate. So, so I you'll have, be. Possibly. I get one. Yes. Oh. Two D ten plus one. Five. Okay, you start to list a little right uh, because you are so focused on your map and on your etchings. Um, again, this is World War One era, so like you don't have radios, you don't have um, you don't have in-plane radios. You don't have a the best means to communicate is um, uh, primitive style sign language and hand signs. Uh-huh. So. And if we're lucky, uh, Arin, there's a road or a coastline to follow. Yes. So, uh, Aaron and Ursatz, you will have to... You might eventually notice that Katarina is listening a bit and is listening towards those storm clouds that are forming in the distance. Mm, that sounds unfortunate. Aaron is going to waggle his wings at uh, Katarina? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oops. Tilt, fly back. Yeah. Um, you do start, you do tilt back, so you get back into um, normal flight, but then the thunderclouds start floating in your direction? I don't like that. <clears throat> Does Dawn have an opinion about those clouds? Um. Dawn uh, whispers into your ear, uh, Katharina, I think those are cloud jelly. Character. What? Cloud, cloud jellies, you know? The cloud jellies melted out of lightning and fluff and stuff. Ghibli, right. Okay. Um, they're, they're jellyfish made out of clouds side. and lightning. Yeah. Yes. So we shouldn't fly through them. No! Probably not. (laughs) So, you know, we we should start angling away from that. Yes. Correct. So you'll probably want to do a maneuver. So page three of the player reference. So you can climb an altitude. You can directly pull up. You can try to speed through them. Um but you will need to do some move in order to evade the cloud jelly. I would think we want to just go faster. Uh, um, what direction is it approaching us from? Side or from the front or the back? Or? They are approach. They are shifting from the sides of where you're going to now. They are going into like dead center of where you will be flying through. 
Uh, so we need to get around them or over or above them. Above them. Let's um, let's go for an altitude adjustment. That sounds yeah. right. Okay. Um, you will have to trade speed for altitude. So yeah, at a five cool. speed to one altitude. So while you will be climbing ahead of them, you will be slowing down. So you what is speed. our actual speed? Um, right now, it's speed 15. is fifteen. Hmm? So oh. we'd have to drop down to 10. 10. Again, altitude of 16. It's good altitude yes. of 16. Is that going to be enough? I guess we'll find out. So that's the question. So that puts us at 1,600 feet. Oh, 1,600 meters. Correct. Okay. Is that enough to get us above the cloud jellies? Um, it is above to get them physically, but you still might have to deal with the lightning. Hmm. Usually it's going to go Draw down towards the ground, because, you know, ground. They're also generating it from the cloud. You're flying into not just cloud jellies, but the cloud system. Yeah. I oh, so we can't just, like, fly completely around. Um, instead of that, I think we should speed up. Okay. I should over-rev my engine, so we should try to speed up. Over and around them. I don't think we can go over and around. I mean, it just meant around. Okay. Just speed. All right. Um, I'm absolutely confused as to what I would adjust to actually adjust speed. Yeah, me too. Okay. Um, let me. Because there's the full load thing in the middle, half, uh, whatever, speed. Add your plane's boost stat to your speed up okay. to your maximum speed. And we're at full so, load or no? You're at full fuel, no bombs. Where is my food? Okay, so that means it's three, right? Yours, your boost is three, Dan. Okay. Laura, your boost is two. Add so your boost is what? Two. So we were at fifteen. Oh, yes. Okay. okay. So we go to seventeen. Go to seventeen. Hold on. Overspeed when you increase your airspeed in excess of your engine's overspeed, that engine gains plus one RPM. Correct. Plus one per five speed. Above overspeed. <laughs> so. You are not at your overspeed yet, so you will take the RPM, but you do not have to take any additional wear. What's my overspeed? Um, 25. Do you see your engine uh, block card? Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, so. So. All right. So I've set speed on the dial thingy to 17, right? Correct. E what is our altitude, or does that not 15. matter? You haven't moved it yet, so that is still at 15. Huh. Well, you would at what? 15? 15, yes. Okay. I thought and that was speed. Was it both? 15 is altitude, it is unchanged. Airspeed is changed, it is now at 17. Got it. Your left is 15, your right is 17. Yep. And then, but RPM is still at 1. RPM has now moved up to two because you've sped up. Okay. So what did I do? Because it's not clear to me what happened. Um, you have pulled on the throttle for your planes, so you are speeding up. Yep. But this is not trying to do overspeed? You are doing overspeed. Be yes, you are doing overspeed because you are going over your plane speed rating. Okay. Where do I find Adam this? personally? 
The other two are fine because your speed ratings are higher. Lawrence is 17. Dance is even higher than that. All right, where do I find my speed rating? It's on that chart in the middle. Yes. Oh, sorry. Thank you. You should be there. And you're at full fuel, no bombs. There we go. Okay. Okay. Yes. So we are flying out and around the jellies. Uh, things are, they are trying to float closer to you, but they are, uh, not able to fully keep speed with you. Um, they are going to take a crack at your planes, but it seems like they might only be able to get one bolt off because you have, um, sped up past them. So what am I doing? How do I dodge lightning? How do I dodge lightning? You don't. Okay. Um, you are all evading danger. So ah, you so need to plus roll keen. plus keen. What are we rolling? Oh dear. 2d10 plus keen. Okay. Oof. Well, hopefully the dice save me. Hopefully. Note to self, I know which stat to up. <laughs> hey! I'll that... miss. Take all three. Hmm? Go 12! What What do we need for this to be successful? Uh, player reference four. You need six. Um, any roll, 16 up is a full success. 15 to 11 is a partial. Uh-huh. So 10 or below 10. is fail. So we failed. Both of you failed. Uh, Laura only takes one. Laura, which of the three would you like to choose? You're left vulnerable, so you recover your nerves, collide for half damage, or take melee damage, or go into a spin. Alright, which player reference sheet should I be looking at? Uh, the one marked playbooks. Yeah, player reference five? Take fire? Yes, uh, player reference four. Player reference four. Sorry. Oh, actually, that should have been take fire because it's lightning. It's not hitting something, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, so actually would have been minus keen, not plus keen. Huh? So Laura still gets... Essentially, Laura still gets the po- partial. Both of you still miss. Okay. Okay. Because uh, No, I, I, I don't miss. If you subtract my keen, that gives me more keen. Yeah. I have a negative two. Whereas I have a positive key, so which should be helpful at evading danger. So I'm really yes. confused. You're you're correct. I screwed this up. It is my fault. I'm sorry. Yes, oh. rolling when you are being shot at. Essentially, what is happening is like in red markets when you are being shot at and you're evading. Yeah, you are the opponent. Air quotes is rolling minus your keen stat. Okay. So you are subtracting your keen as a form of defense. Okay. So, got it. So they are rolling lower. So they need to hit a 16 up in order for you to take damage, an 11 15 for a partial, a 10 or under for a fail. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. I'll just believe you. I'm lost. I'm I'm sorry. So that's okay. You're rolling the dice. Got it. Yes. Yes. Okay. Which is a difference in. Good markets. Okay, but we're we're just going to take the rolls we did. Yeah. Yes. So continue forward. 
Yes. Where are we going down? Uh, We're taking fire. Taking fire. Resolve damage exactly as he would. Uh, open fire and clean crits. So the jellies. So do... what do we mark where? Harpoon damage taken. Where um, where is the list I choose from for a partial success? Um, not for being shot by that. Um, you each will take one d10 damage from lightning. So just roll one d10. Okay. Each of you. Two. Two. Ten. Yay. <laughs> oh, poor Dan. Um, so, this is being dealt to... Uh, Does this go on the plane strain? Yes, it is going on the plane strain. Okay, I see the strain. So the left, the right side is essentially your maximum. The left side is your active. Okay. It's like Laura and Adam will go to 30. You will go to 22. Is toughness subtracted from the damage? Yes, it is. Because. um, Okay. So if I roll the 10, what should I Guns will take multiple hits. Um, All right. What should I adjust my strain to if I, if I. Got a 10, but I have a toughness of 8. Okay, you would take 2. So oh, you will go down to down 21. Down by 2 or up down. by 2? Down by 2. Okay. You'll be at 21 of 23. Got it. Yep. So Adam, I'm... yours is at 11. Sorry. Laura, yours is at 9 toughness. You take no damage. Okay. Adam, yours is at 11. You take no damage. Of course. Very good. Cool. There we go. I have the, the wimpiest plane. Very yes. good. Uh, your toughness is higher than mine. Yeah, okay, toughness, but my max strain is 20. Yes. Fair. Mine's 32. <laughs> that's why I said Yeah, that. that's because you're running rear guard and sucking up all the fire. Yeah, that's my job. <laughs> so that gives us time to shoot them a lot. Yes. Correct. But okay. Um, so you have taken a few zaps, but you are leaving the sky jellies in your dust at 17 speed. So. Huzzah. Because uh, their max speed is only 10. Because they're jellyfish who live in the sky. Yep. So, yep, you are able to safely outrun them, no problem. So as we get further away, I'm going to slow my roll and do yes. less damage to my engine. Yes. So do we downshift back to 15? Yes. You will downshift back to 15. What else changes? Uh, RPM will go back to 1. Okay. Because you are lowering your pressure on the throttle. Yep. Okay. All right. So, I will need somebody to roll flat again for your next um, I believe long haul roll. The fact of the matter is you can't not get enough to fill the clock, but just for amusement's sake. Oh. Uh, roll flat 2d10. Okay. Yay. <laughs> but you you get a one on a miss, so you do fill the clock. Okay. Okay. 
Um, you get to the appointed spot. Hmm. And uh, at the appointed time, a couple of planes uh, fly into the distance, fly from the distance. Um, once they kind of do a pass around you, you see that their roundels feature a silver crow. Is that the ra- is that- roundels we were told to send yes. our planes? Excellent. Yes. Um, Laura. Um, they specific after they do a couple passes, they specifically go towards your plane, and one of them hand motions for um, follow. Okay, I, I will take point to follow them. Yep. Uh, Aaron, are you still being rear guard? Aaron is continuing to fly gently, making sure that there's nothing too much going on around him. And genuinely inv- enjoying this flight with his friends. Big old mailbag in the back. Mm-hmm. Why don't you give me an eyeball check? No. Hmm. Was that to me? I know what I forgot to ask the guy. It is to Adam because Adam is the rear guard. Right. Yeah. So, I asked if the mail had anything live in it. Uh, no, it was all it was all um, paper mail. I mean, that's what he told us. You can also. Tell the bag isn't moving. Okay, fair. So one of those things Jesus. would be funnier. Anyway, it's gonna be terrible. I think keen plus visibility. Right, the visibility is a feature of your plane. Oh, yes, I your know. Vis- your visibility is minus one, and your keen is minus two. So, yep, minus three. Okay. Thirteen. That's a partial. Take a partial. Uh, So, uh, ask me a question about the current status of your whereabouts. Um. Who are those guys flying the Duke's plane, and why do they look different than I would expect? Um, they are, you can look into the two planes cockpits a bit. Um, you can see they're kind of dressed kind of raggedy, um, hmm. kind of in, um, homespun put together clothes. Hmm. Uh, you might've also vaguely heard something that the silver crows are sky pirates. Some call them pirates. Some call them freedom fighters. It's a little calm, a little calm. I asked if this was the stencil we were supposed to look for. Hmm. And they have recognized the stencil that Gunther gave you and obviously did not shoot you on sight. So we're supposed to look for the Sky Pirates? Apparently. Well, he did say it was a hidden castle. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You also notice they specifically went to um, Katharina after looking over all three of you. Mm. Well, I mean, that's just smart. You also notice as you 
resume looking uh, ahead to continue the flight, that you see two planes uh, far off in the distance behind you. Hmm. Saved uh, signals or not? Um, No, they're painted completely differently. Oh, dear. They're also getting really close really fast. Mm -hmm. Ah! Uh, so this is time we should be climbing for advantage. Um, yes. Good to, yes. Um, so that is, um, that is trading speed for altitude. So okay. you can also signal to the silver crows and, yes. um, they will also fly up. Yeah. I make the dangerous that. birds behind us signal, whatever that looks like. It's a lot of flapping. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. All right, so... So how do we adjust here? Yeah. Um, what you will do is you will raise your... Bleh, I am sorry. Um, you're trading your altitude at a five speed to one altitude. So oh, if wow. you want to just go up to 16 altitude, which is 1,600 meters, you're climbing 100 meters per number. Right. So yeah. if you want so to just to, go... Basically go down to 10, but up to 16. Yes, you can go up down to 10 speed, but you can go up to 1,600 meters, or you can go down to 5 speed and go up to 1,700 meters. Uh, I have something labeled drop-off. Yeah. What's that? Drop-off. It's right below the uh, airspeed, or right next to the words airspeed. Drop-off. One second. One thing not included in the book is <laughs> this stat affects your acceleration. If your speed is below your drop-off, you will double your boost. Um, so that is mostly affecting when you are boosting from a slower speed. Okay. So for the moment, you're fine. Oh, wait, wait, wait. If your speed is lower than your drop-off? When you are boosting. Okay. When you are what? going faster. What is boosting? So let's uh, when you accelerate. When you accelerate, yes. Um, so for now, you are fine. Well, my okay, but my speed is now less than my drop off. Correct. Okay. So when you were to do an acceleration, you would go faster because you're like, it's like when you're because you're in the plane, you're essentially kind of diving a bit to go into the acceleration. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So that would help you go faster because you're going from a higher altitude to a lower. Okay. Okay. So, but you were fine at 16 and uh, 10 speed. So planes coming in. Yes. Um, if they noticed you, they do not seem to care. They continue to fly and scream past um, the five of you. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's fine then. Were they uh, prop planes? Um, yes, they are prop planes, just like yours, and they are going super fast. Mm. Not seaplanes. No, no, not much is. All right, so presumably we want to speed back up to fifteen. Um, yes. I don't. I don't know that we want to necessarily come back down yet because they may double back. I guess. Oh, that was weird. 
Do we recognize the signals on them? Um, no, you see that um, uh, they are too. They must be too lazy to be a super unique pirate crew because they just have a Jolly Roger on their side. Oh, goody! So they went wishing by. Yes. Okay. So how? Do, okay. How do we speed back up? Um, you will add your boost stat to your speed up to max speed. If boost, your boost, boost is below your drop off, double your boost. So uh, you would add fourteen. Wait, to my your boost speed. is below my drop off. There's zero. That's kills. So no. Boost. Okay. In the chart, though, it's three. Right. All right. So. Okay, so my boost is three, then I do what? Because you, are, because you are below your boost, you will double it. So, so you're going to blow my drop-off. Yes. So I actually get plus six? Is below your drop-off. Yes. You double your boost. Yes. Laura's, yours is tied. So you yeah, would so also I go to 14. Two. Oh, okay. Cool. Adam's, yours is not, so you were at 12. I slow. And I don't, do I have to go all the way up to 16 or? Um, I do not know off the top of my head and we are nearing the end of this scenario. So okay, um, I will say um, for all intents and purposes, you don't have to, if you don't want to. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, it's just... basically we can all over time speed back up to 15. Yeah. Yes. And um, would we drop our altitude back down or no? I mean, um, yes, change. you would be. Or no, you don't have to. Okay. So yes, you were still at 17. Because yep. you're not trading your speed for altitude. Right. Okay, okay. One must fight gravity whenever one can. You are increasing your RPM, though, by one. So back up to two. How long Correct. does it stay there? Um, until you... Um, until it either goes speed. until it either goes down through a move, mm-hmm. or you go back to normal flying. I mean, I sort of did, but I thought whatever. Okay, uh, sure. Well, the thing is, as those planes are about to um, escape, uh, vanish into the horizon, uh-huh. um, you see a giant. You are flying just high enough that the laser does not scream through your planes and what hit now? you. The laser. laser. How? What? How? I thought we were World, World War One planes and lasers. Uh, well, the thing is, you realize what the laser is coming from as the dragon starts speeding below your planes and chasing oh. after those two. I okay. see where they were running. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm glad we to went let up. them run. <laughs> yes, you made a good choice. Um, and as Erica put it in the dragon stat block, if the GM has to use this profile, you've made a mistake. Yes. Mm-hmm. We, we press on with, a, yep. with yes. complete alacrity. Yes. Uh, the silver crows shout a, or sign a thank you because you um, did not catch the attention of the dragon. Um, and they will, oh, lead you, they will lead you to their base, which is a castle in the woods. Cool. There is a... Um, That's not like a cabin in the woods, right? No, no. you're fine. Um, there is a lake um, that feeds into their moat, uh, so Adam is able to land. Oh, good. Um, and then, yes, once you all exit your planes, you are greeted by 
a group of the Silver Crows, which um, you notice are all women. And a woman in a um, silver uh, overcoat and a jaunty hat with a long silver feather uh, comes up to approach. Put a hand on Goldie to keep them from flying off and grabbing the feather. Yes. <laughs> Wait, you're not cracking Yager. Uh, subcontractors. I hold up the mailbag. Oh. Um, Remind me what Gunther's kid's name is. Werner? Werner. Werner's a, well, throwing up. So. Out sick. Oh. Bless so. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, you should tell Gunther thank you for that uh, ginger note that helped me um, as I was doing my morning sickness. That is helping my little one. So thank him and thank you all very much for the mail. Indeed. Happy to bring it to you. Please, um, come in and rest for a bit and then we can uh, refuel you and you can be on your way. Thank you, ma'am. You're very welcome. Uh, They treat you to a (laughs) luscious feast of fresh caught um, venison with plenty of fine beers and finely spiced stuff from their gardens and Nice salad. Because again, cool. this is a Ghibli flick. You get your food born. Yes. Beautimous. And then right. I go for a walk so, in the woods. With, uh, with my proclivities to remain masked at all times, I assume I'm pulling a Mandalorian and, and eating off to the side so no one can see my face. Uh, you certainly can, yes, but you are having to socialize. Am I? Well, when I finish eating, I'll come back. Mm-hmm. At the very least, Aaron sits down next to you. Hmm? While you're eating. Uh, uh, Aaron sits down next to, uh, to Arasatz and starts you eating. You guys have never seen my face. Whatever. Oh, yeah, no. No. I don't need to see your face to know that I can fly with you. Yeah. As long as you do the thing you're supposed to do and keep us yeah, from which is, So you're used to me going uh, off to eat <laughs> where no one can see my face, yeah. Yep. Alrighty. Neat. I, I, I socialize with the women. Yes. It's it's very nice. I do my version of socializing by sitting nearby. And Aaron just sort of sits there studying his book and occasionally carving things uh, in the book, on the book, on himself. Sometimes on the table. Uh, I locate all the exits as well. Of course you do. Uh, Roll plus keen, Dan. Okay. Okay. You don't necessarily... uh, 19. 19, So yes, you have one hold for the scene if you had to. You could spend it to bail if you had to. But... um, Again, these as you talk more with the Silver Crows, again, they are the freedom fightery Skyrits. They are not the mm-hmm. um, steal and pillage and burn Skyrits. Excellent. Alrighty. Pillage. I know this is a place of possible then, refuge when everything else goes badly. Yes. Uh, so yeah, they are able to take care of you. They are able to give you a refuel, and you are able to fly back. All good. Cool. Thank you. You're very welcome. So then the final thing you would do is mark experience, which is marking stress. 
So for I'll just go down the line for Aaron. Uh, didn't take a life. Didn't see corpse or a shade. Um, you could count fighting the sky jellies as fighting a great beast. Uh, you did not have to call to your patrons. Your faith wasn't tested. Uh, nobody got hurt. And you didn't have to fly over open water. So you would just mark two stress. Um, Plus master. one stress for the job. So that is three total. So he would also get three XP. Um, you get XP by venting slash stress relief, which takes place during, um, would be the okay. next phase before you go job hunting. Which would be the downtime, I guess. Yes. Which, since I know people are getting tired and um, more roleplay stuff, uh, we can extend to either a later session or just for today. Let's hold um, it. I would love to play this again and maybe do like a, a three-job mini mini campaign mm-hmm. yeah just get, get a better a better sense of the game mm-hmm. of course i've got a job line for you so of course yeah, you do. this 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 got us oriented yeah yes. it was a good orientation i i think combat i don't necessarily hard remember where me. the proper cafeteria to eat at is but now we know the university or something yes. like that yes yeah um combat is its own special thing that's why i was definitely recommending like we don't have to do a just combat session um, but with the help of the dashboard and the help of all your item cards and stuff, it does make it a bit easier to rock what exactly is going on. Okay, yes. so Adam got three stress, and stress does not convert into XP until we do something about it in downtime. Yes. How? What did uh, Ersatz get? Ersatz. Um, you technically fought it all because you had to evade the uh, okay. sky je- cloud jelly lightnings. So that is one. Yep. Didn't have to brave poison gas. Your engine didn't stop. No one got hurt or died. You didn't run out of fuel or ammo. Um, do you feel like you couldn't escape or had to socialize with the Silver Crows? Um, I mean, he felt that he should try it so that he didn't actually succeed at doing it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, you would only take two stress. Oh, two total? You take a flat one for the job. Yep really interesting i really like this good i'm glad it's very complex <laughs> yes yeah. this is like the most complex people yeah and PBTA. looking over your triggers katharina you only take one yeah um yes that that's something i've learned through my Hard home campaign with Go- yes yeah, sorry go ahead uh that's something i learned a lot with my home pen home campaign with gunther is mm-hmm. um I really like the on the ground and interpersonal stuff created for uh, this flavor of PPTA. Mm-hmm. And the plane stuff is a lot. And if you are very much into vehicle combat and you don't mind the a lot, it can be okay. And if you are very much not into combat, it can be a lot. The not okay. Yes, so at times we kind of abstracted stuff for the GM slash player fiat to make things a bit easier. Mm-hmm. But um, in other words, you kind of drama system it with, uh, this is how the combat resolves. Now yeah, back to the ground. You can, because um, yeah. like I could have gone a bit harder in the paint with the um, cloud jellies and with evading uh, the dragon. But between knowing that we were winding down, and so uh, is it literally a laser? Oh yes. Huh. It is an but energy. Is it a biological laser, or is a or is the dragon a construct? 
Um, she qualifies it as a heat ray HRC, so it is like a beam. So, of, well, heat ray is not a laser. Okay. Uh, I mean, again, it's anime basis. So, uh, yeah, fair. It was a bright beam of light that's hot. Sure. Yes. Laser adjacent. Yes. Good night, everybody. Good night, Good night everyone. Internet. Good night, Internet. Thank you for listening to Technical Difficulties. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on iTunes or your podcast app of choice. More ratings will help us broaden the community. We're also on Patreon. For as little as a dollar, you can vote on which one-shots you'd like to see next. Other rewards at higher levels include listening to us record live and participating in quarterly backer games. We're close to our next level, where we'll release an exclusive Patreon show, where we answer questions and give advice on running games. As always, thanks for listening, and good night, Internet.